welcome to the very first episode of Is It Just Me, the podcast. I am your host, Tony Thompson, and I will be here with you twice a week. I mean, twice a month. Wow, not twice a week, twice a month. Let me let me not do that. Um, we will be putting out two episodes a month, one pre-recorded episode and a live episode as well on our social media accounts to where we can interact with all of you at the same time and get that in-person discussion going. Um, some information about me, I'm 26 years old. Like I said, my birthday is June 27th. Put that in calendars and I'm accepting birthday dinners and gifts between now and July 4th because I'm at the end of the month, so we're going to go to the holiday. <laughs> um, I work in the child welfare system. I've been working in the child welfare system for five and a half years. Yeah, five and a half years. Um, I've been in my current job for about a year and a half. I just advocate for the best interest of children in court. Um, I wouldn't say I was raised in the church per se, but I, I started going to church consistently when I was like four or five. Um, but I went to Catholic schools my whole life. I went to either Christian or Catholic schools. Um, and then I was on the dance team. I was in the choir, even though I can't sing a lick. Um, <laughs> I was on, I was an usher. So we were there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, probably three times for Sunday school, the first service, the second service at the other church. We, I was there. Um, all my friends come from church. Um, and my dad's a deacon on the cherry on top of all of that. Um, so I no longer go to the church that I was raised in. I go to Live and Wear Baptist Church, um, which give me the opportunity to be on this podcast today. Um, Live and Word in uh, partnership with Christian Community Missionary Baptist Church um, has been working with the Center for Congregations um, for the purpose of engaging young adults and millennials back into the body of Christ. Uh, we've been working towards obtaining a grant to work towards that purpose. And I know it kind of sounds like, oh, y'all just looking to get bodies in pews, but that's not that's not what we're, we're trying to do. We're really just trying to get that community and that network together of young adults to build up the body of Christ um, with each other. So far, we've done a summit that was in, that was in 2019. Yeah, September of 2019, we had a summit where we had clergy all come together um, and young adults have the opportunity to ask the clergy any question that you've been wanting to ask that you may not feel comfortable enough to ask, just walking up to them asking that question or, you know, not having the opportunity to talk in the middle of a service to ask questions about something that was said. Um, we also had a panel discussion in November of 2020, November, October, um, where we talked about uh, racial reconciliation in the church. We had um, a Latino uh, man on the panel. We had black people on the panel. We had white people on the panel just to talk about um, all the racial injustices that are happening right now and what is the role of the church in those um, injustices and how the church is supposed to be that, that glue, essentially. Um, and we've also had game nights. We had a holiday bash. Um, so we've been doing a lot of things and hopefully um, doing some more events. Um, we recently received a house also that we plan on remodeling um, to be kind of our um, young adult hub. Um, to, to, so that we can host these events there. We can do all types of things there. And there's a, a huge backyard. So hopefully we can start to have stuff there. Um, we also, uh, through the mind of DJ Watts, um, who's one of the members of the Young Adult 
council, club, committee, crew, however you want to call us. Um, he came up with the idea of painting the neighborhood. We'll be out painting houses to try to uplift the community and, and just beautify. I know that's probably not a word, but beautify the community. Um, and we also uh, have talked about in 20 end of 2019 we were going to do a retreat in may of 2020 but corona lachey was not going to let that happen and you know i'm claiming it we doing it either this year or summer of next year we doing this retreat because i was excited about it and i really want it to happen it was going to be a lot of fun um and you know people getting vaccinated now so we can all be together again um and also last but not least one of the biggest things this podcast we wanted to start this podcast to have a platform for young adults to come and talk about things that you don't normally hear or to the length that you don't normally hear it in church sometimes you know it's either stigmatized or it's seen as taboo or we just don't talk like that in church and I wanted this platform, we wanted this platform to be something that we all can come together and ask that question. Is it just me or do y'all feel this way? Do y'all think this way? Um, and when I keep saying we, I mean, um, the the group that we has kind of been starting all of this, I have Miss Sherry Williams, who will be helping us, Minister Ronita Baker, who will be here from time to time. Um, we have myself and um, DJ Watts and Miss Brianna Riggs, um, who will also be making appearances on this show as well. Um, but yeah, this podcast, I'm, I'm super, super excited about it. Um, I'm a podcast junkie. I listen to about six podcasts minimum a week. Um, I was listening to a podcast on my way here. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love podcasts. So this is just, this is awesome that I'm able to do that. Um, so like I said, two episodes a month um, and we'll just, whatever you guys want to talk about, please send us in these topics. Um, I know I have a list of topics that I would like to delve into from mental health to racial injustice, sexuality, sexual health, physical well-being, anything. Anything that you want to talk about, we're going to bring it to this platform to, to discuss. Um, so for this introductory episode, today's question is, is it just me or do you think that the way church services are structured today are outdated and need to change? Now, for me, I'll say yes. And today we have Pastor Jimmy Ellison here, who is the pastor of New Revelation Church. Um, and this is a church. Sorry, go ahead, Pastor Jay. Oh, no, I just wanted to say what's up. You know, I've been sitting here smiling. And this is so awesome. I wish y'all could see this. This is dope. So. Yeah, because you did a great job putting the blue tape for the paint. I did the blue tape. Yeah, it's, it's still up there. It's still up there. He did a really good job painting. I mean, taping so that, you know, it's still up there. But anyway, you know, don't judge us. Judge yourself. <laughs> um, so um, just give us a little information about you, Pastor Jay. Where are you from? I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm born and raised here. It's, it's so it's so crazy um, that um, I'm here. This the, the, the building and the church we're actually in right now is one I visited to numerous times because my uncle went here and he was a minister here. So it, that's pretty special to me. That's awesome. It's always been special to me. But um, 42 years old, I've been in Indianapolis my whole life. Warren Central grad, any Warren Central warriors out there, throw your dubsies up. There we go. Um, <laughs> I'm not laughing at Warren Central, y'all. I'm sorry. You can't. We're, we're the greatest. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, grew up at St. John Missionary Baptist Church, you know, kind of like, I don't remember a time outside of the church. Like, I don't mm -hmm. remember when I started going to St. John. 
Right. I'm pretty sure whenever the time came, that was probably the first place I visited outside my house. Um, <laughs> I like I have a lot of friends from from that from church in that era. Um, went to Purdue University. Mm. Um, you know, so um, found found churches to go up there. I mean, I I've never really been outside of, of not I've never been outside of like in the position where I'm not going to church. Right. I'm not attending somewhere. So you went to church even through college? Yes. Um, okay. Wow. It was it was a, and I will you know I, I'll get into that experience a little bit, but yeah, I found. The, even the people I connected with, even mm. there, like it was, I just didn't really miss a beat um, there and um, for myself. And they, because, just because it was something that I knew it was a comfort to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm currently a school counselor. I've been a, cl- a, a clinician and therapist at residentials around the state of Indiana. Mm. Um, spent a lot of time in the courtroom hey. um, around Indiana. So. Um, okay. So, uh, what, like, how did you become a pastor? Like, how did you get put in this situation? So my, my role to this pastorship was all connected to, um, me accepting my calling. Um, I spent a long time running away from it. Mm -hmm. Not like literally telling God, no, I don't want to. Giving me visions about me being up on the pulpit and like, nah, I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. That's, I'm cool. Until one day he was like, God was just seriously like, yeah, nothing else is going to progress for you until you do what I say. Mm. So I went ahead and did. And then from that point, you know, it was just all about me me working and, and really ex- me staying connected to people who are upright and, being, and me being led in, in how to connect with people and build relationships. And because of that, I was given this opportunity, and and I believe that God has placed me in this position to to do something great, to to make to create growth and create an avenue for everyone to grow, not just those who have are comfortable with being in the church. Right. Okay. So how did? We used to call it Hype Church, so I've had to correct myself a couple of times. It's not Hype Church anymore. It's New Revelation. So how did that come about? I really love how it came about because I felt like that God placed me in position with people and we all had pieces. Mm-hmm. We all had pieces of the, of the vision. And that's just so special when God does stuff like that. Yeah. Be, just because a lot of times we as people, when we can't see things fully, it tends to make us halt and pause. Mm-hmm. But not realizing that sometimes we just need to hold on to that vision because I'm going to place you in the right position for when you share it, someone's going to be able, I was thinking the same thing, me and yeah. I'm Minister Baker. And I feel like that our first connection, when we first connected, that was kind of like what happened. It's like, you know, I just had some pieces, but she had pieces and putting those yeah. things together and then meeting the the other young adults meeting you and, and meeting um, you know DJ it just seemed like those all the pieces were there and it right. made it it made it easy to just move forward and new revelation is what has been birthed out of it 
All right. So what is the mission of New Revelation? So the mission of New Revelation is to create a free um, free space, an open environment for discussion, for worship, for asking questions, and and really trying to build, create an environment where people are not only comfortable in being able to explore their relationship with Christ and with the church, but for there to actually be an authentic connection with the believers that they're that they're in the same space with. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And then, so I guess, why, why, what do you feel like, like, why do you feel like that's important for young adults today to have a space like that? I feel like this, it's important because one of the things that this world always wants to try to communicate to us is that we have to be willing to listen. Mm -hmm. We have to be willing to listen. We tell that to our kids. We tell that to our students. We tell that to spouses and everybody, everybody like we get really irritated when we're not listened to. Mm -hmm. And the funniest thing then becomes is that then we get into certain modalities, Mm -hmm. certain traditions that cut off that listening opportunity. So I feel like it's important because it's creating a situation where everyone has to listen, not just you. Yeah. Everyone has to listen. And me personally, that has been one of the things that I felt like as when I was in doing therapy, when I was a clinical worker and me as a school counselor, that has been what has helped me build authentic relationships. For sure. People knowing and believing that Mm -hmm. I'm willing to listen. Yeah. That that right there has broken down so many barriers. More than me, more than them knowing I have their back. More than them knowing that I can help get them back home. That just willingness to know, like, I can come to you and I can ask these questions. And I will get either an answer or comfort or empathy. But I will, I will receive something no, letting me know that I've been hurt. Yeah, and I know just for me with working towards getting new revelation together, a lot of the things me and my friends have talked about over the years and why we kind of left the church and I'd asked you, oh, you went to church even through college because I, I did not. Soon as I graduated and was in college, I said, no, nah, I'm not doing this no more. You know, that's yeah. that took up too much of my time. I'm not I don't I'm grown quote quote unquote grown now. I'm not doing that. Um, and so we've always talked about, you know, the church talks a lot about everything and but the the correlation between talking about it and being about it is where I think a lot of the issues come in especially in my generation about the church we say one thing but then when it happens the reaction's not consistent with what we were saying and you know that's something that I'm really you know really hopeful and excited about new revelation is you know everything that we've talked about you know we're we're bringing it that's what we're doing um and i think that's what's going to connect people to this church is you know being about what we're talking about um so what is are some of your hopes for this church where are you looking to go um the 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 community connection piece i think that's something we've talked about and i think that has to be big um Not just the mentality of how people are just using the phrase, like, get outside the four walls, but the intentionality. Mm-hmm. Like, the other thing that has been, uh, 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 has gotten in the way, has been a barrier, is 
we see churches and we see members and we see bodies of people outside of the walls doing things, but it's the intentionality. It's usually reactive. Yes. And that right there is one of the things that I'm hoping that we can do is be able when we're when we're out uh, if we're just out walking, if we're just out just walking just to say hi, mm-hmm. just to be be a presence and create like what what was said before. Uh, we've said in our meetings that a safe, a safe people still create a safe space so that no matter where we're moving, we can be that safe space, even if it's not a building. Mm-hmm. They, that people will be able to come to us, ask us questions, greet us, however it is, and feel safe. Right. I believe that that in its in at that point, if getting to that point will create. Not necessarily, it won't solve anything, mm-hmm. but it will create community. Right. And we all know it's like only the people that's closest to us usually are the ones that can say stuff to us. For like sure. That's, the, that's just the reality of the situation. Right. It's not that you are even my friend or you are even my mom. It's I feel an intimate connection with you. Yeah. So I'm going to give you more leeway to have a say so. Right. One of the things that my therapist, like when I first started therapy, told me that rules without relationship is just dead words. And that's something that I've just carried throughout my work, personally with teenagers, especially like if they don't know you, if they don't feel like they can connect with you, if you haven't taken the time to get to know them, they're not going to say anything to you. They're not going to tell you anything. And that's it correlates to everybody like adult, anyone until you build that relationship and show them that. You know, I'm about what I'm talking about and I'm going to I'm the same wherever you see me and whatever I'm doing. Then that's how you can build, like you said, those relationships to be able to make the change that we're we're all all working towards. Absolutely. absolutely. And we know that's what Christ intended. Right. At the end of the day, that's what Christ intended. Right. He intended for us to connect, not for our own, for to make sure we have friends, not to connect so that <laughs> yeah. we would be able to we would be able to feel comfortable and we would not be alone, mm-hmm. but to connect with others because there is a value that he has placed inside of us that is he's wanting us to share. Yeah. We can't do that unless we connect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what inside New Revelation Church, what is it going to look like? What what does that look like? So right now I feel like that that, you know, if when people come in, you, I, I expect to people to come in and to see the four walls and have that immediate mm-hmm. thought. But our our hope is that we are we're positioning everyone to come in and be willing to be intimate. Because one of the the features of our our young adult population as well is that there is a there is a real privacy Piece yeah. that that barrier that's there yeah that that any exposure can be threatened and so I'm my hope with new revelation is that we have an understanding of when when the when the word talks about that we are the light of the world that Christ is the light and using that reference that we have can build an understanding that yes that 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 light helps us see but that light also creates exposure and the only way that our healing and our growth and our and our the building of something that doesn't look like how we don't want it to look like happens is that we are okay with exposure. 
Mm-hmm. And if that is, if we can build that and create that environment, that's where the authentic worship then is able to occur. For sure. For sure. Okay, so when when is this? When is this, our first service? Our first service is June 12th, 11 a.m. And I'm so excited. Oh, I'm excited. I'm super, I'm super so excited, excited for this. Um, yo, we're going to, everybody, we're going uh, we, to break down some barriers real quick. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we were going to have, you know, Tony and, and Minister Baker that I'd be our choir, but, you know, we kind of scratched that. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to have a, have a DJ present. Um, uh, we're going to have a, a spoken word artist to come through and enter us into uh, not only the the worship piece, but the, um, the, uh, our, the community building and then when we after we get done with all that and we have some music playing and we're connected we're going to have a discussion we're going to take the service and we're going to take the scripture and we're going to take the sermon that you're used to hearing but we're going to open it up and yeah. we're going to have have a point have a have a topic have something to chew on but we want to hear from everyone else and we're all going to practice listening <laughs> absolutely so and then where is it where where is this church we're going to have our first service at 2111 north kitley avenue avenue right is it avenue i, I, think it's I don't i'm bad with the 2111 streets <laughs> north kitley avenue um christian in the christian community church building um, it's a nice white building. You'll see it from the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just come in. We'll have some refreshments on deck. And we will, um, you'll hear the DJ music going. And we'll invite you in. Yes. And we're going to have a good time. There is, just so everyone is aware, for COVID, there's an RSVP email that can be sent out. If you want to be on that RSVP when we post this on our social medias, put your email in, in some of the comments, and we'll make sure that those get sent out to you. Um, and Liz, this this service is every second and fourth Saturday of the month. Um, you know, just doing it out of the, the norm of Sunday mornings and doing it at a time where you don't have to wake up early to too early to get there and genuinely come as you are. And we're and and be prepared because you know we, we may be flexible. It may be inside one day, it may be outside one day. We we want to yep. we want to change up the environment. Um, we w- want to make it look different as much as we possibly can. For that simple fact that we all to listen and listen effectively, sometimes we have to get out of our comfort zones. It can't be all about us, and that's a that's another thing that is a message that that's in the word. It cannot be. We cannot read the stories. We cannot look at the characters and place ourselves in there. And doing that puts us in a position where we have to listen. For sure. For sure. So. June 12th at 11 a.m. will be the first service. And then every second and fourth Saturday after that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Pastor Jimmy, for coming to the first episode. Um, we are working on our social media accounts. We are we currently have I, Instagram and Twitter at YA underscore ministry underscore Indy. That's I-N-D-Y. Um, and we also have a YouTube um, that's it is just is it just me the podcast on YouTube so go ahead and 
and subscribe to that. We'll be posting all of our episodes on all of those platforms. We're working on Facebook um, and we'll be going live on all of those platforms for the live episode. Um, again, I'm just, I'm really excited for this new Revelation Church. Um, you know, we're working that, the, I feel like the whole purpose of that church is to to really be more authentic than religious and give people that new understanding of what church is supposed to be. So I'm, I'm more than excited to see what God's going to do for this. I'm so excited. And I'm prepared. I'm I'm just, I'm just asking everyone to be prepared for that same thing, just for God to do with it. And one of the things that we wanted to do is not make it as rigid. Mm Mm-hmm. And having more free flowing, and with that, that allows the spirit to move. So for sure. Let's all be prepared for it. And the latest of songs that you will hear is from 1990. That's as far back as we going. That's as far back as we going. <laughs> Minister <laughs> Baker's making a face, just so everybody knows. Yeah, that's that's original Kirk Franklin. Original. Original Kirk Franklin. With the hair. With the hair. <laughs> Still short. Still short, but with the hair. All righty. Well, this has been the first episode of Is It Just Me? The podcast. Like I said, we'll be dropping episodes twice a month, one audio and one live. So definitely check out our social medias to be notified of when all that comes out. Thank you, guys. Bye.